Intellectual decay! Turn it off and watch your face! Science transformed him into a monster. Love changed him even more. Welcome to the Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast. This is your host, Stephanie. Listen. Do you hear? It's coming back. Turning the screen into a buzzing, crawling, creeping nightmare of terror. This is the son of the original fly, daring to explore the forbidden science of transmigration that brought horrible death to his father. You look as if you've just seen a ghost, old man. It was the fly. Fear that will fasten its choking grip on you as his weird experiments spawn the twisted monstrosities of a living hell. The rat man whose hands and feet are changed to paws. The living corpse who rose from his coffin. And the return of the fly, seeking revenge with a thousand eyes. Smashing anything that stands in his way. Joining me today are Jesse. He lives. From the depths of this unholy tomb, the Avenger rises. The most deadly mastermind of all crime. Specialist in the fine art of bizarre murder, each more different each more devilish than the last. Only one man, only one menace, only one diabolical mind could create such chilling terror. Run, but you can't escape him. Hide, but he'll find you. Scream, but no one will hear you. Until now, I've been nothing more than an open wound, defenseless, weak, vulnerable. Don't you see I'm healing? Melissa. One second ago, it was human. Now the most monstrous creation of all. Human beings are his guinea pigs, as once again man challenges the supreme power of the universe, then tries to hide from the world the monsters he has created. The world cries out in terror at the return of the fly. I enjoyed that tape of you and your girlfriend. Rolled you like a jackhammer. Gianald? Did you know that 9 out of 10 kids play video games? Also, that video games cause violence. No! What the heck, Stanley? It's time to play. For real. No!
stop your children from playing video games today. Now that's a pro gamer move. Before it's too late. As for the cure he was working on, he dragged your mother kicking and screaming into that telepod that they might be fused together into one beautiful body. So your mother blew his brains out with a shotgun. There's your cure. Sarah? Evan! 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 What? Stay out of my sector. You no longer have clearance. And Dr. Benny Graves. An unknown species of horror is born as science fiction becomes science fact. Your nightmares will never be the same. Kingdom of the Spiders, the next victim could be you. Dissolve my hand and foot with fly vomit. I have no love for the man. On this episode, I'm bringing back the pathology perversions, followed by our feature presentation, The Fly 2, a Patreon pick by Frankie Peace. But first, we're going to stop in at the Sleazy Speakeasy. Guys, I'm going to start us off with the speakeasy since I'm drinking something new. Uh, Jesse and I made a pit stop uh, at the Tired Hands General Store. General Store. Yeah, in Ardmore, PA, which is not too far from us. And uh, I picked up a four pack of Alien Church, which is an IPA, and it is delicious. It is very good, actually. Uh, 7% ABV. I had to look that up, mm. though, because they don't put it on the can. And uh, that artwork's pretty kick ass as well. It's yeah. pretty goddamn amazing. It sells you on it. Um, so I too have, uh, uh, so I've been obsessed recently with like the milkshake IPAs, particularly because Tired Hands makes them, but they didn't have any milkshake IPAs there, but they did have a milk stav IPA, peach coconut, and it is horrendous horseshit. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I, um, I really want to try their strawberry milkshake, but apparently like you have to go to the fermentarium. Uh, in Ardmore like on Wednesdays. Like the day they release it, yeah. The day they release it because it goes, like people come in and buy it up. What about you, John? I am drinking Cape May Brewing Company's The Bog Cranberry Shandy. Ben and I are both drinking The Rhodes Merry Baby. Oh, yeah. Two Rhodes Brewing. Two Rhodes Brewing. Okay, yeah. We picked it up at a Trenton Road Takeout, and it was the cheapest of the most interesting-looking cover art beers that we found. Yeah, yeah. So I had that on the podcast before. I don't remember. I remember it being like, yeah, eh, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, it was fine. We like had one before. I was like, we should try it before we go to the podcast, so we're not like stuck drinking crap. And I was like. There's really like no me. flavor. It's just kind of there. Yeah. No. So it's like, isn't like each drop have a little bit of like uh, uh, Roman Polanski's cum in there? No, yeah, God. I was gonna say it does have cum in every yeah, every sh- sip is full he of cum. Sh- yeah. He strags it on the lip <laughs> of the can b- before it ships out. Um, I have not yet accepted the pumpkin season is upon us. Really? Basic bitches have to get their rosé in. Uh. So this will be the last day of rosé for me. So I have my Ace Berry Craft Cider, which is a berry rosé cider. Let me try that. I'm I'm leaning towards agreeing with you because I hate when people start embracing October, like when it's still fucking August. Yeah. But listen, I already had fucking pumpkin spice lattes. So so you've already been penetrated by the pumpkin. I can't deny it, dude. I have a Strongbow Hard Cider, the uh, dry pear. 
on deck. Oh, you got two Johns going. She's ready. She's ready to go. So I don't know if you guys uh, have seen any news stories about this dreaded blue-green algae that's Mm. killing all the dogs. The dogs are drinking it and then they're like dead. Have you seen it? Yeah. So there's like been dogs that are like, people are like, I'm going to take my dog to the lake today. And the dog goes swimming in the lake and then suddenly has all these crazy symptoms. This comes up up like every year, doesn't it? Like around the same season. Yeah. So they have these algae blooms. So, you know, if you go to a pond and you see like that thick algae bloom, like don't swim there. Was it an algae monster or was it a trash bag? It was like a tar (laughs) monster. (laughs) Depends on who you ask. (laughs) Yeah. No, that was one of the first things. I mean, I remember remember seeing that as a child. Yeah me up so you've been hearing these stories but then there i saw these stories popping up about um panthers and bobcats in florida that they had like footage of them like having difficulty to like walking like wobbling like ataxia oh yeah yeah yeah. so now they're starting to think like first they were like thinking maybe it was like a like rat poison somehow they were exposed to it no, they think that maybe they're being exposed to the algae the too. Blue and like algae. Well, so there are like two different like toxins, I guess. But the, I mean, the symptoms are bad. Like the one is like an anatoxin. It's like inability to walk, hypersalivating, uh, tremors, muscle rigidity, difficulty breathing, or blue gums, death. Yeah. So imagine all the animals that are like in the wild that are being exposed to this that are like going to be dead. Turning into creatures. All it's the like, It's like annihilation. They're going to be walking around. There's going to be weird like fucking. Oh. This sounds like a job for Captain Planet. But what happens if you feed a dog? Clam bisque. When like fucking retarded uh, Falcor comes out. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking stupid dog in the fly that comes out and he's like eating uh, the fucking New England clam chowder. First of all, he's like scraping he out his like doodles though when he was crying. He, he did. I was like so I mean, sad. I wouldn't be surprised if Doodle was in that telephone. I, I, mean, I, I, got news I for think you. he has been teleported. He looked like Doodles too. He did. <laughs> he did. It was so upsetting. I was like, Doodle? Has a cameo in this? <laughs> and Thorin was looking at him like, Hi, who's this? Oh, that looks like Doodles. Like, he no. was looking back and forth at us. If you fast forward to the credits, it says cameo appearance by Doodles as cancerous tumor in the shape of a dog. By Doodles. It's not his fault. He's elderly. And special appearances by Doodles. <laughs> um, before we move on, I just really quick wanted to say um, a shout out. We'll give a shout out to Paul and Brett. Um, there are two listeners who kind of found us um, when they were going through like some rough patches recently. Oh yeah, there were those two nice emails. Yeah, like yeah. super like amazing emails, and um, so I just wanted to say hey, and you know we're thinking about you guys, and yeah, yeah, we appreciate. We'll, you we'll out pull you up from the depths. Yeah, take my hand. That that well, makes me being like us doing a shot for your birthday that it's kind of like a downer <laughs> oh, now. It. I was going to do, like do, like do a segue where I was like sympathetic Steph yeah. and you know sympathy grows with age. <laughs> now can we and transition? Wisdom. You could all wish her a happy belated um, yeah. but we're going to do a shot of White Walker Johnny Walker <laughs> blended <laughs> scotch whiskey Ooh, yes. limited <sighs> edition once forgotten and reduced to ancient legend, White Walkers have emerged from the frozen north, bringing with them the chill of winter and the promise of terror and destruction to all who stand in their path. With their tall blades of ice capable... Oh my god. <laughs> what? Just, okay, let's try, let's try it again. With their tall blades... No, no, that's what it says. Okay, it says, with their tall blades of ice <laughs> capable of... Okay, okay, I'm reading it. Ice though. capable. <laughs> wait, is there, a, is there <laughs> punctuation? A is important. There's no punctuation. What is the ice capable of doing? Yeah, so, no, no, here it is. Here it is. They should have put a, I'm ice capable too! <laughs> that's why you have that placard on your car. No, no, you have to do snowman. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Are we going back to microwave master no, or not? I'm so thirsty. Got, no, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> All right, well, one last time. Okay. Yeah, it's 
tastes pretty good. I'll put the comma. There's no comma there. I'll put a comma. <laughs> yeah, not bad. All right. Oh, with, Jesus. With their tall blades of ice, comma. <laughs> oh, the nearest Targaryen. Oh. <laughs> Capable of slicing through iron, comma. <laughs> and and their silent, icy blue gaze. They are a chilling sight. Period. When you see the undead comings, you know winter is here. Yeah. Happy birthday, Steph. Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday as we spiral Thank into you. oblivion. Thank you. Up next, pathology perversions. So, this is the splatter and gore department. Welcome to another edition of Pathology Perversions. Um, it's been a while. I'm going to read a little bit from the book. That's right. Wicked, Touch that cover. Wicked Bugs. Mm, I'm, I'm caressing oh, the cover. Okay. So this so, by so, the same people that brought us like... Wicked Plants. plants. Oh. Yeah. yeah um, good. So this is written by Amy Stewart. Corpse Eaters. The science of forensic, forensic entomology, the study of insects to, to determine Steph the time, a, okay, location. Okay, guys, real quick. Steph is a drunk scientist. <laughs> so there, there, must, there must be allowances. I'm really drunk right yeah. now. Okay, there must be okay. allowances. Go ahead. The time, location, or circumstances of a death is not particularly new. A book called The Washing Away of Wrongs, written in China in 1235. That's why, that's why I tell you to do it after I come on your belly button. <laughs> do the washing was of it, wrongs. Was, do you just lay it, there, though, and wait for him to get the tissue to wipe swallow it? Swallow those babies. Was it, was, was, was it the washing of wrongs? It was the washing of wrongs. Oh, <laughs> Victor Wong. <laughs> John turned into Victor Wong. God damn it. So um, it described how an infestation of flies on a corpse could provide clues in a crime investigation 1235 guys innovations sounds like fake news to what me the fuck are, you <laughs> are you telling me bugs can help investigators solve crimes i mean fuck yeah according to you're telling me the asiatics are ahead of us <laughs> not on my watch <laughs> <laughs> it even told of a murder that was solved by watching what flies did when the villagers came together and laid out their sickles for ins inspection the flies oh. landed on one sickle in particular, perhaps because traces of tissue and blood were present. Mm. Confronted with this evidence, the owner of the sickle confessed to having used it to commit the crime. That fly can see ghosts. Thank you, thank you, flies. <laughs> so uh, that's my introduction to below flies. Why are we talking about flies? Because I mean, movie choice. Eric Stoltz' penis is yeah. the size of a fly. Stoltz. That's right. Stoltz. <laughs> Aka. Doing his best Jerry Seinfeld impression in this oh, movie. With, boom, that button, boom, with that button down. Yeah. Let me get the button down and let me suppress <laughs> the redness on my head with the fucking dye. Listen, they tried their best, but that ginger was popping it, it through. It pops through. Yeah. What is the deal with my genetics? <laughs> What's <laughs> the deal with these people videotaping my fornications? What's the deal with all the freckles on my face that are orange? <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> What's the no, deal? No. What's the deal? I'm sorry. So, Blowfly. 
flies, also called carrion flies. These blue-green flies are usually the first on the scene after a death, thanks in part oh to my their God. ability to smell a corpse. Donald Pleasance damn. taught me this. From over 100 feet away. Donald Pleasance yes. in fucking Phenomena. The Great Sarcophagus. Oh, yeah. They, ha- they have been known to arrive as quickly as 10 minutes after a death occurs, and ma- they might lay thousands of eggs in Stephanie, the body. Stephanie, do, do you use any defecation <laughs> traces <laughs> to monitor your BM flow? Sometimes I swallow a Twizzler whole, and then when I defecate Ooh. out a whole Twizzler, I know how long it's been. <laughs> um, the extent to which those eggs have hatched and moved through their stages of development can help pinpoint the time of a recent death. Blowflies um, develop quickly from egg to larva to pupa, and that process is accelerated in hot weather, making it important for investigators to know what the temperature has been so that they can correlate that with the size of the creature. Cocaine also accelerates the maggot's growth. Yeah, yeah. Entomologist Emily Goff was called in to clarify an important point of confusion in a murder case in Spokane, Washington. Some of the larvae found on the victim were so large that they appeared to be three weeks old, while others were quite small and would suggest a time of death of only a few days prior. He was able to determine that the larvae that had been feeding around the victim's nose ingested cocaine that she had... Oh my had, god, man, you got uh, on the snores candy? Uh-huh. You got some of the candy, man? Once the discrepancy in the size of the bugs was cleared up, police were able to rule on a precise time of so death. So if we want super flies, we just feed them cocaine. Yeah. Is that a exactly. five dollar milkshake? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a pretty good milkshake. So that is a little uh, introduction to my topic, which is obviously maggots and flies. You're doing a lot of hand motions yeah, god, there. Damn. What, is, what this? is a maggot? A maggot is the larvae of a fly. It's not a mealworm? Yeah. Not a mealworm. Although, oh, 99% of fucking horror movies yeah. are like, throw some mealworms meal on there. Ugh. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> that makes the cicada noise. You got to make yes. the cicada noise and show the mealworm. When, sh- when Seth sees an actual, like, legit maggot in a movie, she stands up and she just starts going, That's right! That's right! <laughs> <laughs> probably like, silkworms. I, I call I, bullshit. And I'm like, people don't care, Steph. And she's like, they care! Come on! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so a fly's life cycle a female fly lives about a month during which time she lays from anywhere from 500 to 2,000 eggs that fly pussy's sore (laughs) a day after the eggs are laid the maggots will appear I mean as Melissa said in the last episode over and over again (laughs) flies just be fucking yeah I do (laughs) did I say that you probably did many times no I had to edit edit out like 99 takes because it was just too aggressive no (laughs) I feel you said it, it and was, now you're trying to put it on me. It, it was an aggressive guys. It, flies be fucked. That's what she said. It was aggressive stance. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. care for it at all. Uh, we usually see them in this first stage when they are. Oh, wait, wait where did I go? Oh, maggots, right. So, maggots. <laughs> She's a scientist. <laughs> guys, I can't read either, apparently. <laughs> Return the fly. <laughs> oh, my God. Johnny uh, Walker, yeah, White Walker. You, apparently, equals- you broke Melissa. <laughs> 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 no, Steph- Learning deficiencies makes me funny. No, <laughs> Steph turned into the invisible man. She's like, oh, where did I go? Oh my god, I'm invisible now. <laughs> this look at the ceiling fan is making me feel like I'm having a seizure. Oh, it's the ceiling fan. <laughs> because the light, it's fucking, I feel like I'm having a seizure. So the first stage of the maggot is what we usually see, and it's three to nine millimeters long and whitish in color. Um, like they, a penis. they feed for three to five days, then Much they're like the both <laughs> larval and <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah associate your dick with maggots Jesse that's listen, great listen I, I'm not he crawls inside her <laughs> and he wiggles around <laughs> wiggle, wiggle 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 I'm all about belittlement okay we're like we see them in what old and rotting food dead poop. bodies all which I've that. just talked about but mostly poop but mostly poop, but poop. and then poop and then they land on your but how come oh, this yeah. is my question I have for you Steph yes how come a dog can take a poop 
Yeah. And literally, two seconds flies hatch from the poop. No, I see it. No. I see it happen. That's not what happens. No, those are. Those are rice-like segments, also known as tapeworms. No, but I see the flies hatch. No, you don't. Have you oh, seen you it, never or seen have it. you seen it? I know, Ben, maybe you've been there, too. I've seen them on a living animal, oh, and yes. it is the fucking worst. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's super good when someone brings a giant garbage bag with a dog in it <clears throat> and splits open while you're carrying it, uh, and all the maggots pour out. It's Thanksgiving! The day of maggot bunny ass, yeah, I've where seen we bunny had ass. to try and clear it yes. out, and then someone brought in a platter mm, of Chick-fil-A. Yeah. It was contradicting feelings yeah. I was having at that moment. I, I remember you wanted to dip a maggot in Polynesian sauce? Yeah. I wanted the Polynesian sauce, but I did not want the maggot. They have also have a, a benefit in um, dealing with living bodies. So, I mean, maggot... Uh, it's actually really interesting because the use of maggots in wound therapy has been written, I don't know, since Pliny the Elder. It, it became really popular again um, in World War One because of all the, you know... Gangrenous the, the limbs? Sol- the soldiers in the trenches yeah. with wounds and they were infected... In- Festered mm. with maggots, and the doctors were initially like, "Oh, this is bad. We should clean all the maggots out." And then they were like, "Oh no, wait! They seem to be doing a good thing here." Yeah. So then there was like a doctor specifically from John Hopkins University who was like, "I think I'm gonna like look into this further." And so he started using maggots in wound therapy, and he even used them in like cr- like chronic infections like osteomyelitis. And so um, maggot wound therapy became really really popular, um, like in the, up until the 30s and 40s until penicillin and then they were like no more fucking maggots because we got an antibiotic you're a maggot truther is what you're saying <laughs> i'm a fucking maggot truther i'm all about those maggots these maggots are gonna <laughs> no, come no. in trouble and like, they're gonna teach our children to go thing- to gay bars <laughs> <laughs> i don't like it <laughs> the thing that the doctor from john hopkins learned was that because he had people who actually like it helped their osteomyelitis but then uh-oh they got tetanus how'd that happen it's because he didn't sterilize the maggots first. So How do you came, sterilize the maggots? Uh, he, the he, came up, he came up with some you weird... You dunk them in UV light? With some weird concoction of... Also, getting tetanus is kind of a big fucking deal. I mean, it's a huge deal because you're going to be dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, maggots were cool, but then <laughs> stiff and dead. No, we we solved one problem way. and created six new ones. <laughs> He, did, he found some way to like, oh, using mercuric chloride, alcohol, oh, and, mercury. Hi- and hydrochloric acid that would oh, s- none of those things are good for you. Sterilize the maggots, but not kill them. Basically, I mean, now they use like maggots and flies that they breed in a laboratory that, that are yeah. sterile. Mm-hmm. Then specifically, they're um, bot flies. So yeah, so they basically take these the maggots and they put them around the wound and then they secure it with like a nylon retention net. And then they let their do their little job and they eat all. And it's really interesting because they they excrete an enzyme that only destroys like dead dead tissue and not living tissue, which is fucking amazing. Oh, I see. I didn't realize that. They know where to amputate. Why don't we just artificially produce the enzyme? Steph, I'm really really happy. The maggots have to ingest the tissue. It's organic, John. It's better. Yeah, John. Come on. Yeah. I'm so glad I listened to you for at least five seconds. (laughs) No, but it's really. (laughs) <laughs> Listen, they also can, they're also in, used in people with diabetic feet, and they can ingest, like, different bacteria Sometimes I feel like terrible. I'm a ghostbuster, yeah. and I need to, like, bring a proton pack to work and just start shooting fucking diabetic feet yes. like they're ghosts, <laughs> and fucking put them Listen, in a goddamn yeah. containment unit. I know unit. about that diabetic. Picking Remember? up or dropping off. Oh, yeah, you got that sample in the lab. I got a fucking toe, yeah. man. I got a diabetic toe. I know what it's like. But they, it's interesting because they also destroy like bacteria that are really, you know, a, an issue like MRSA, methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus, Pseudomonas aeruginosa, which is my favorite because it smells like grapes, and Escherichia coli. 
So, and then there was like actually a recently a study that was done that kind of proved that initially in a wound, the maggots did a better job than surgery. Fly fucking 24 7. And I don't know how that works. And I don't want to fucking Listen, even I remember it. I went to a continuing education once when I was at a vet tech. And yeah. the woman was about like a flea product. And the woman showed us a video and she's like, these, this is a video of fleas having sex. Yeah. And we watched And it. I would have said, <laughs> what? I didn't sign up for this shit, you sick bitch! No, it was amazing! <laughs> and Steph was like, I'm glad I didn't wear panties to this seminar. <laughs> okay, I mean, on that note, uh, next up is Trailer Trash. happening to me and I don't know what it is. Feature presentation is The Fly 2 from 1989, which was a Patreon pick by Frankie Pace. So this movie reminds me a lot of another movie. Uh, this one's from 1984 called Iceman, starring Timothy Hutton. He's the no. dude from, uh, was he in? Dark Half. In Iceman, he stars opposite Danny Glover. Holy shit. And Danny Glover's name is, and it is Loomis. Yeah? So he's, like a, so he's like a black Loomis. Here's the IMDb description. He's 40,000 years old, deep within an Arctic glacier. They found him, preserved by a miracle of nature, brought back to life by a miracle of science. Now, medical science wants to exploit him in the name of research. One man wants to stop them, Danny Glover Loomis. <laughs> I don't think it says in that. In the name of humanity, but he'll need more than a miracle to survive. He'll need a friend. Okay, pussy face. The show moves. So the movie was rated R, unknown budgie, uh, gross twenty million in the United States. Wow, it made money. I mean, solely <laughs> made. It it's solely riding on Goldblum. Taglines: Like father, like son. Yeah, well, not really. I mean, not at all. In walked Eric Stoltz on, <laughs> on fucking casting call day, and the producer's like. Uh, 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 I ain't gonna have me no redhead rubber scrubber in my film. <laughs> you, you best dye that kid's hair. He looks like the human torch if he was in Village of the Damned. A new generation of terror. I don't know. 
Yeah. Uh, one thing I do yeah. know is when gingers try to grow facial hair, it looks like they have fire ants on their oh, face. That did happen. <laughs> like, I, have you ever seen a redhead that had an awesome mustache or beard? No. Yeah. You've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, Jack Beard. No. Yeah. Who's that Jack Beard? Fire ants. <laughs> oh Who's Jack Beard? I don't know. He's this guy that has this amazing, like, fire bush. From where? I don't know. Fire from her fantasies. From, from, no, there's like some you, show where it's like, must, it's like beard wars or mustache wars or something. Is this your sweet, sweet fantasy she, baby? She goes on. No. Oh, no. This is not Mariah Carey. <laughs> on, she's on Pornhub. She's like yeah. ginger beard. No. No. Ginger beard. Hardcore only. It's back in the VHS time. <laughs> on the surface, Martin seems a normal, healthy young man. But beneath his ordinary exterior, Martin is the most extraordinary ginger alive. For one thing, he's a boy genius. For another, he's a fully matured adult, though only five years old. But most extraordinary of all, he's five inches tall. Martin is the son of a human fly, a scientist whose genes were tragically altered in an experimental mishap that was intentional. And now, it's only a matter of time before the mutant genes inside Martin come out of their dormant state. Eric Stoltz is Martin, a young man about to suffer the most horrifying transformation ever since puberty. Daphne Zuniga is Beth, a computer technician who becomes Martin's only support in his struggle to save himself from a fate Truly worse than death. Packed with stunning special effects, The Fly 2 is a terrifying sequel that rivals its predecessors in suspense as well as imagination. CBS Fox 1989 release. Puberty for boys is amazing. Puberty for girls is a, is a curse. And it's oh, yeah. also fake for news. Sure. I call fake news all that. There's nothing extraordinary about this fucking No, he didn't movie. say extraordinary. No. He said extraordinary. <laughs> Is what he actually said. I mean, puberty for me involved printing out a lot of pictures of Carmen Electra, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but does this movie rival its predecessors? No. No. Puberty, no. Uh, in no way. Puberty for me was laying out the Playboy centerfold and oh, yeah. having sex with it on my bed. Just... <laughs> Pushing my so. penis upon like just glossy paper. Many a morning wood was uh, penetrating many a mattress. When I was a kid, I was Holy like, oh my god, I hope a vagina feels as good as glossy paper. <laughs> yeah, um, if only it did. Puberty was not anything like that for girls. And it actually, was like, like, my life sucks because I got my period and I'm you were horny. <laughs> no. I was so fucking oh, horny. God, like, no. I don't understand. Maybe, yeah, I, when maybe I was like, like when I was, I was like, fused with like boy jeans at some point so because I like, fucking was like, are we like one of the last generations that didn't have internet porn when we were going through yes, puberty. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we had to like subsist off of porno mags, and scramble, scramble scramble yes. porno. Yes. <laughs> Those scrambled or teats. for ladies lifetime movies. That's that's an art that's wasted now. You wonder why kids have ADD is because they have porn at their no. fingertips now. I remember when I was a kid, my one friend said he like made like this thing that felt like a vagina and all it was was like Did a Did you touch no, it? No, this is what it was. It was a condom sta- stapled to a Nike box and he said like he would have no, sex I mean, that's innovative. <laughs> that's, 
How does the condom even, stay? He made and a that, fucking fleshlight. And that, yeah, he and that man's name was Jonathan Fleshlight. 100% how that thing got made. Yeah. Like, somebody yeah. put a condom on a flashlight. Like, they took the batteries out, obviously, for safety. And then I mean, they <laughs> fucked it. Sometimes when I'm having sex. I mean, it's ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> I mean, for girls. I Do ribs do anything? My, no. My fleshlight. No, right? My it's fleshlight bullshit. feels like glossy paper. It was like a... Uh, like, ribs do yeah. things because Marilyn Manson took them out so he could suck his own dick. Oh, my God. That's right. Hashtag truth. So it was directed by Chris Wallace, who directed Tales from the Crypt episode Till Death from 1990 and The Vagrant. Uh, I want to cover The Vagrant so bad. (laughs) Uh, Music by Christopher Young. He worked on The Dorm That Dripped Blood, The Power, Avenging Angel, A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, Invaders from Mars. Trick or Treat, Hellraiser, Hellbound, Hellraiser 2, Hider in the House, The Vagrant. Hider in the House. That's what I want to see. <laughs> Melissa, imagine when you go to sleep at night and you know you have your hallucinations. <laughs> yeah. But instead of those Gary hallucinations Busey. being a weird dog, it's Gary Busey. Yeah, and in the VHS cover for that, it's, it's the best because Gary Busey's looking good. in the window as a woman sleeps, and he's like, "Yeah, you better sleep." <laughs> well, with the, with his chicklets. <laughs> yeah. No disrespect to Christopher Young, but he's kind of like a one-trick pony. And much like another Chris in the future, we all know what happens when you have a one-trick pony, one that can run but can't necessarily jump. Chris Reeves. Oh. Oh. That's wrong. Hashtag too real. Hashtag, hashtag, you know what I'm saying? I don't know why that had to happen just then, though. Forever young. I want to be forever Chris Young. I don't want to keep writing the soundtrack. Same soundtrack forever. Without knowing it, I was like, well, this is just a Hellraiser soundtrack. Yeah, exactly. But just to just to clear the record, no disrespect again, no disrespect. Yeah, no. He did Miss Congeniality. <gasps> he did uh, Swordfish, where fucking Travolta Tra- 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 had the flavor Halle strip. Bear. Oh, Halle Bear sucking the dick. Does she show her boobs? He shows her boobs The new Pet Cemetery. So all I'm going to say to him right now is that backstage pass is denied. No salvation. No forgiveness. Special effects by Chris Wallace Incorporated. Uh, they worked on Screamers, Scanners, Piranha, Enemy Mine. Gremlin. The problem with this movie is you have like, it's almost like the musician who wants to be an actor effect. AKA DMX. Oh. When DMX stepped up to the plate, he's like, I want to try my hand at acting. Oh, yeah. That's when I was like, I was like, Romeo I must die. Yes. I oh, was like, wait, God, people so don't good. kill people. <laughs> John Wick. I remember him in Jet Li. That's what, I was a Jet Li mm. fan. You know what movie that is, though? Cradle to. Oh, the grave. The grave. The grave. The grave. Smile, though your heart is aching. Smile, even though it's breaking. When there are clouds in the sky, you'll get by. Smile through the pain and sorrow. What? Smile and maybe tomorrow you'll see the sun come shining through for you. I'm expressing myself over here, nigga. Cast Eric Stoltz as Martin Brundle. He was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. The New Kids. Mask. Uh-huh. I want to talk about. How did we get this far? I want to talk about mask real quick let's because okay, let's, I recently I rewatched it because I hadn't seen no, it in forever, so no. I was like, this, so I was like, it's based on a true story, it's, right? It's fucking depressing. I'm just gonna write. This is a quick synopsis I wrote about the movie. Okay, so his mom's a crackhead okay. who hangs out with a biker gang. Hashtag Sam Elliott. 
His girlfriend is blind. The only <laughs> woman that will fucking be attracted to him is a blind woman. His best friend abandons him. And then his girlfriend's like, guess what? I'm leaving too. And he's like, I'm so sad. And he has this dream of riding his motorcycle across Europe. So uh-huh. he talks about the whole movie with Sam Elliott. Well, he takes his fucking map of Europe off of the wall, throws it in the trash can, goes to bed. Sure tries to go up the next day. He's this. Oh my God. Like the elephant man. Yeah. It's fucking just, and you just want to cry. So John will like this little piece of trivia. Uh, So Bruce Springsteen was supposed to do the soundtrack for this. Yeah. He, they couldn't get approved by the record company. So Bob Seger ended up doing the, uh, the fucking soundtrack. Oh yeah. But then Bruce Springsteen's like, God damn it. I want my music in the film. (laughs) And so he pushed for it. He pushed for it. Then the director's cut came out. And guess what? Fucking Bruce Springsteen has the soundtrack in it, and he has his most famous song in it. Born with a retarded face. He's no. <laughs> in the movie. What else was he in? Pulp Fiction, motherfuckers. Yes, I don't know why. Yeah. Is he the guy in the robe? He's the guy who's like, the drug just stab him in the chest. Stab yeah. him in the chest. He was in the butterfly effect, and he was yes. a fucking pedophile. Oh, oh shit, was he? Yeah, he was all diddling them fucking kids. Oh, is he the one that um, was Ashton making yells at him? Yes, he yeah. was yeah. molesting Ashton and his little He's daughter. daughter He's yeah. Yeah. Do, you know who, do you know who he didn't play? Michael J. Fox. And Marty McFly. <laughs> oh, deep cuts. Oh. Deep cuts. Daphne Zuniga as Beth Logan. She was in the dorm that dripped blood, the initiation, vision quest, space balls, and Melrose Place. All right, a little triv's on her. In 2004, she suffered from mercury poisoning, which she attributed to overconsumption of fish. Tuna. She said she had eaten sushi four times in the week prior to being taken to the emergency room. Where she gave birth to a mutant bear creature. Freakism. Freakism. That's what's been going on out there. That's why there's a goddamn salmon five feet long and a tadpole the size of what a bullfrog should be. Um, Saffron Henderson. Oh my god, this name. As Veronica Quaife. No, unless you're giving birth to a biryani bowl, you don't name your fucking kid Saffron. <laughs> all right? Fucking the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. No, oregano I'm for a boy. I'm just about Saffron. Paprika for a girl. And if you're a wizard, Tarragon. So she was uh, in Friday the 13th Part 8, J- Jason Takes Manhattan. She played JJ. So basically, not famous. Exactly. And that's why you don't name your kids Saffron. Saffron yeah. Saffron Burrows, though, quite famous. I don't know who that is. You would know her if you saw her face. I wouldn't. <laughs> okay. Formats, VHS released in 1989 by CBS Fox Home Video. DVD first released in 2005 by 20th Century Fox. And again in 2007, Bundled with the Fly from 1986. Shout Factory is releasing a box set containing the Fly 2 sometime in December of this year. Digital is only, Pre-order! only available via Cinemax streaming subscription. Why Cinemax? The dystopian movie with no women is Light of My Life. If it was a dystopian film with no women, why wouldn't you just call it The Sound of Silence? As in, there's no women, so everything's oh, quiet. Oh, motherfucker. My God. No, what ma- is wrong with you? Don't you, like, want to get laid again? Like- <laughs> when John said that, I saw a tumbleweed, like, go over his dick. Head. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And there was a little ant on it, like, this is my town. <laughs> no one is coming in here. Trivia. <laughs> Jesse's favorite actor, 
Vincent D'Onofrio oh, was God. the first choice for the role of Martin Brundle. He looks like his pockets are lined with olive loaf, and he just can pull out slices <laughs> oh, of olive God. loaf at any time and just eat bologna. I went to see Cell with Aunt Mildred, and she fell asleep. <laughs> Aunt Mildred was 90 years old. She had no right being in that movie. Every time I see this Puerto Rican lady with the big ass, makes my pussy feel like someone's Dude, got a, like a lawn spritzer on I think by it. the time the previews, she was out. Why do you talk about the elderly's okay. pussy? Up next. <laughs> and it's a t-shirt. Guess who turned down the role of Martin Brundle? Yano Shreves! Thank God. No. That would have ruined his life. Put my dog in a telepod. I guess I'll kill everything. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Poor John Wicks. I'm not good. I'm better. Mm. I, yeah. I, think, I think I'm in the pupil stage right now. <laughs> <laughs> Since when does a fly turn into a cocoon? Mel Brooks suggested to Chris Wallace that Daphne Zuniga play Beth Logan after she starred as Princess Vespa in Mel Brooks' Spaceballs. 1987 Star Wars spoof Spaceballs. She doesn't look druish. Chris Wallace turned down the offer to provide the special effects and puppet work on Gremlins 2, the new match from Listen, 1990. That, that movie turned out spectacular. So. That was a good decision. That movie's amazing. I'm glad Chris Wallace couldn't get his little tendrils in there know, and start just polluting it. Because there's a fucking deleted scene in this movie. Did you watch any deleted scenes, John? No. There's a fucking, the worst deleted scene ever. When he's turning into a fly. Nah. This is not me bullshitting. Okay. They take, they take, he, she's like, oh, we're hungry for cheeseburgers. No. Who fucking gives a shit that you're about to turn into a fly and you look crazy fucking insane? Yeah. I'm going to go to like a, like a cheeseburger place. They go to the cheeseburger place. She goes in and orders cheeseburgers for him. He's looking at a station wagon full of kids, and they're like mocking him, like, "Look at this guy, fucking Kenzo, dip a delf, dip a delf, dip a delf." And he rolls down the window, and he goes, <laughs> and he starts throwing up all over the window of the car, and starts melting it. And then the fucking dad comes out. They leave. The dad comes out, and he's like, "What have you motherfuckers done now?" And he throws like all the cheeseburgers on the ground and kicks it. Yeah. Oh my god. They should have left that. It's like the weirdest fucking like I was like. This doesn't yeah. even seem like it was a legit scene. It yeah. seems like it was just done as like a skit. Right. But no, it was really oh in there. Oh my god. 20th Century Fox's decision to make Anton Bartok the film's antagonist was influenced by Alien from 1979 and its sequel Aliens from 1986 in which Wayland Utani Company is the real villain. But we never see inside the insectology department. No, no. I saw inside of it. There was, was an Asian room. dude with a box of flies and it was not complicated at all. <laughs> he was fucking, he had a box of flies and he was resupplying the <laughs> what fly if, room What if flies? their job was just to like put a, one fly on a piece of Chinese food all across town? No, no. He had to sit there and he had to catch each fly with chopsticks. That's hard. I think only Mr. Miyagi ever he did it. He only that. ever did it. I think, I think yeah. Daniel Sun learned eventually. <laughs> and if you played the NES game, you'd want to fucking slit your wrist if you were trying to play that little game. <laughs> Did you have to do that? Yeah, you had to catch the fucking fly no. with the fucking asinine dumbass Nintendo There's control. actually statistics in the 80s that show when that game came out, suicide rates for children were <laughs> <I bet>. <laughs> good. That's when I first started cutting myself. Oh my god. <laughs> Just to feel something, you know. On a couple of occasions, Scorby... They couldn't get David Cronenberg involved with this movie, so they're like, let's make a David Cronenberg name generator. I fucking googled Scorby. Not one person in the fucking no. earthly realm it's not real. has that That's name. because he real. was killed in, the, in a fly accident. <laughs> <laughs> he, he never, and was never able to be able to oh, procreate. Yeah, exactly. I'm the last score! 
Scorpies! <laughs> that's a, that's a new Lucasfilm movie. The last Scorpy. <laughs> Rise of the Scorpy. I don't know about you, but I want to get my Scorpy wet tonight. My Scorpy's dripping tonight. Guys, you never want to see a prolapse Scorpy, let me tell you. <laughs> On a couple of occasions, Scorby addresses Martin Brundle as Marty. Eric Stoltz had started filming Back to the McFly, Future as yes. Marty we, McFly. We get it. We get it. McFly. Okay. So Eric Stoltz has been a fly twice. Let's talk about the alternate ending. Wait. Did you watch the alternate ending? Is there an ending? alternate ending no. where yes. he is not a man Wait, cocoon? Is it, is it a baby with a, with a butterfly wings? It is the fucking, again. Okay, okay, when I tell you about the last scene that was cut out, this is even fucking stranger. So the alternate ending takes everything into account that happened in the movie, but after like his like Seth's like ending is kind of ambiguous, like you don't know what happens. Well, in the ending that they cut. Wait, it, was Seth's ending ambiguous? He's fucking alive. Yeah, no, you know he's alive, but you don't know what becomes of him. Does he get arrested or whatever? Oh, he's fine. So in this ending, it's fucking Seth sitting on a dock. Okay. Fishing. Wait, sitting on the dock <laughs> of a bay. <laughs> no, guys. And Beth is making yeah. him nachos. Okay. Yeah, as one does. And by Seth, do you mean Martin? she brings him <laughs> all, as he's fishing on the dock no one has ever done this except okay. in this movie yes as he's fishing on a dock she brings him a bowl of nachos, nachos like an aggressive yeah, bowl yes. aggressive bowl of nachos I mean, who doesn't love nachos she puts it down <laughs> okay and she's like how you feeling and he looks directly at the camera and he's like better and it zooms up on his eyes and it's a fly eye no no and then his eyes look down at the guacamole on the nachos and a fucking fly lands no! on the guacamole and it fucking ends and it's like Damn. fly inception why? that no, is what the, the dude fuck? why i watched this ending and i was like what is happening <laughs> <laughs> like so what does it mean i thought it was gonna go dude, full circle with her playing with that fake so many that never yeah. came into play ever Thank again you very much i was nachos like on the dock. Although The Fly 3 never happened, a comic book sequel, The Fly Outbreak, written by Brandon Seifert, was published in 2015. Also not a real name. And it follows Martin Brundle as he attempts to cure Anton Bartok of his mutant. Why? Why? Like, why? That why? motherfucker why? Here's how you dead. cure that. We already discovered the cure. You put the fucking mutated dog Anton Bartok in the fucking telepod. <laughs> And then you take a virgin and you put him in a telepod, and yeah, the virgin boy, you, becomes you're a new fucking mutant. You're always making a new mutant. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's well, like it's like the fucking ring, never... except it's called the telepod. But why yeah. would you even do that? Because that guy betrayed you so bad. Yeah. That, guy you be like, a, that guy was a motherfucker. That's his dad, and he deserved to be it's dead. It's not his dad. I still can't believe that was the password. He was I was Papa. like, is that enough characters? Like no. for a you password? couldn't. You're telling no. me you couldn't please fucking listen. Listen, listen. I thought it was please. You can't hire any fucking like encryption special to break a code that's three fucking letters it would take you a day did you ever see the fucking movie wind talkers nicholas cage <laughs> oh and did anyone see that what? movie yeah, I where they bring one. the native americans in to break the code yes. you know why white people Didn't are always it, but I know. Off, native americans it's not native americans anymore it's indigenous americans they are indigenous. is that oh, what it indigenous is now? people yeah yes. what i'm trying Am to I say ignorant, is, like john one of these days you and me is gonna tangle assholes. We'll be back after this brief intermission. <laughs> In your brain already full of mush, you want to pollute that worthless mind of yours even more. Seek out the devil worshippers and to purify their spirits. 
by burning them! The man has gone berserk while watching a double feature horror program. Love and lust are the same to him, like being raped by the devil. His kind of love can only bring you sin, and his arms can only bring you evil. Beyond the limits of mortal fear, outside the realm of imagination, there's a place where every nightmare you've ever had comes true. Pleasant nightmares, friend. <laughs> Greetings, loyal listener. It's your old pal, the Pickerist here. You must have done something really awful to end up in a place like this. Let me guess. You were birds at the stake for practicing witchcraft. Nah, too old world. You were fried in the electric chair for cannibalizing your neighbors. Nah, too many calories. I got it. You're in league with Satan. <laughs> In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Spirit of the Demon <laughs> It's like my mother always used to say. Get a job doing something you love, and it'll never feel like work. Well, let me tell you something. I was born to do the devil's work. Now, where is that infernal soul extractor? You see, people think the soul leaves the body when you die, but that's simply not true at all. It hides, and it's my job to find it! Right now, you're probably asking yourself, Well, what am I supposed to do? I'm just a lower-level corpse. Ask no more, my unindoctrinated friend. You can visit our website at sayyoulovesatanpodcast.com <laughs> There, you can buy the latest in Corpseware, leave a voicemail to be featured on Spill Your Guts, or support the show directly by becoming a Patreon member and supplying Satan with cold, hard cash. Send your hate mail to sayyoulovesatanpodcast at gmail.com. Join the Devil Worship on Facebook at Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast or follow the Congregation of Degradation on Instagram at Say You Love Satan Podcast. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes to be automatically entered to win a free t-shirt. <laughs> and before you go, there's just one more little thing I'll be needing. It won't hurt much. All of the mutilations, bodily dismemberments, and cannibal rituals were performed by seasoned professionals. Please do not attempt any of these stunts at home.
say something. Something? That was fucking trippy. <laughs> Frankly, it scares me. I saw the first film and I was scared. A whole new splooge. My pussy feels <laughs> like a log bloom. <laughs> okay, so the movie starts with big pharmacy we aka yeah. bar talk industries right, see, aka a subsidiary of silver shamrock we see a chopper flying over but no one's Bartok. getting to it no one's getting to it no no one's getting to the chopper and then we see inside there's a woman in labor who is not gina davis no. but it's supposed to be gina davis and i don't know what's going on here a lady in red and stathis baratheon's yelling at her stathis baratheon is screaming yeah Thank she, God they had the budgie for him. She's screaming. We see something pulsing out, out of her pregnant belly. This is the problem. Ooh. You get with, a real teethy guy staring at it. This him. is what happens when you get an SPFX guy that thinks he can direct because <laughs> he wants to he wants to skip dinner in the movies and he wants to get right to the penetration. Uh-huh. And then next thing you know, there's a guy ripping a baby apart. And it looks like tiki, <laughs> it looks like tiki masala. Okay, this is the thing. <laughs> it's delicious. So she she she's screaming, she delivers the baby. The baby's in a sack. That they rip open, mm. and it's not you. You don't recognize a human baby. No, what, you don't. what it the looks baby like is in is in a lubed up yeah. croissant. Yes. All right. <laughs> and then they rip it open, but it still it looks like a brain. And then next thing you know, holding up a human baby. Yeah, mom Ronnie went from screaming to alive Dez. to Des. And well, no, first off, they, they tried like trying to resuscitate no, her and like didn't. electrocuting her when she was still clearly not <laughs> at that point where you want to use those. I, li- I like them trying to shoot around her so she so they're like okay so it's not Gina not Davis her. but what if we shoot around her a little bit okay it's still not Gina <laughs> Davis. How similar are their cooches? This is Can what we they, pass it? They should have this is what they should have did. They should have made because you know that chick that he tried to put in the telepod on the first oh, movie. Yeah, the yeah. Yeah. You know she, w- she would have came back for this movie, so they should have had her. Yeah, yeah that re- freckle bitch. You don't really know if they had <laughs> Wait, sex. Wait, he could have. Well, could've, no, they had sex. They could have yeah, been. Yeah, but he 100% oosh goosed in her. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. Because okay. Goldblum doesn't use rubbers and he doesn't fucking she, pull out. And she was Look, just bitch. like, a, she was like a Lucy girl. Suddenly, baby genius. Oh my God. No, no, no. Looks like they upgraded the fucking graphics card. Yes, the PC no, they did. Did they? What did they? No, they did. They did. They got the next gen one. Slightly. But mm-hmm. at the same time, the power of like, like dubbing a child. Oh el- my God. It like eludes them because yeah. it's like, oh, you're the guy that lives behind the glass window. <laughs> and it doesn't, the kid's mouth is not it even doesn't moving. It's sound like, okay. at all. And everyone has book it badges. Did did you recognize that? Where like they had like the holographic stuff going, and I was like, I better go read my book so I can go get my little personal size pizza. I don't know what a book it badge is. You don't know. It was I, like the troll. Listen, did you have to like, like book read it? Right? You had yeah. like a pizza because yeah. yeah, if you got Packets? if you read like five books or something, you would get the little stars on it, yeah. and then you could turn it into no. a Pizza Hut, and you would pizza get a personal yes. size pizza. Yeah. My school and the land before time fucking puppets. Listen, bitch. my school didn't do that. My school did. If you sold twelve coconut custard pies, you got a day off. So I was just sitting in my bedroom what? eating coconut custard pies all day. You got a day off? That's which, way better, actually. Yeah, that, which explains his obsession <laughs> with coconut custard pies. Does anyone the like more them? I eat, the more days Do I you actually get. like them? I fucking he love loves them. them. I would sit in bed all day because they Did give, you fuck them, they, 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 Yeah. I was asked to play Jesse. I was required to eat 12 coconut custard pies a day, which I did readily. All right, so what, what else do we find out about 
baby Brundle. He grows superspiciously. What is Bartok saying to he that nurse? He has a photographic memory. He's basically but... asking that nurse, are you sexually attracted to this weird yes, fucking kid? Why? It was why? Weird. What is it's, that? It's weird because you she, like it? but also she obviously hates all children. She's an oh, asshole to him. She's mm. He's worst. not even moving. Stop fidgeting, you yeah. fuck. <laughs> I hate kids, but she was kind of a fucking bitch there. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's horrible. She's pretty bad. Even when he's like a five-year-old in a 20-year-old body. This part is yeah. just, this intro is exhausting because <laughs> we're, <clears throat> it's very simple. We're establishing he's a little super genius and yeah, Bartok is his daddy like a, figure. And he yeah. builds like a robot he helmet. He builds a, a Louis Tully from, from Ghostbusters helmet. <laughs> exactly. That's like, dude, <laughs> I wrote that shit too. He basically is building the Vince yeah. Clark key master like helmet. Yes, have it's some. Doc Brown like mind reading helmet that <laughs> yeah. does not work. Dude, I wish this was like a fucking like Ghostbusters prequel and Egon was the fly and then he, gro- <laughs> he grows up and he like bangs uh, Janine steals, yeah. steals her off of Louis Tully yeah. and impregnates her. So you gotta Dropping go. off. So, and we find out that he has to take he has to take these shots. Right? Yeah. That's shots. gotta be some cockroach. That's that are gonna keep him alive. Yeah. yeah. Now, spoiler yes. alert. We're gonna find out that's a placebo. Yeah. Why the fuck does it matter that they told a child that he needs the injections in the first place? Why? To give him hope. He is smart though, because he at one point he asks, like, oh, where's Mr. Bartok? Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's on section four or whatever. You don't have clearance. You don't have clearance. And then what does he do? He hacks he makes the motherfucking the badge. System. Yeah. And it's like you hear Voodoo people. And then they go into like a, a physical manifestation of the World Wide Web, and Fisher Stevens is like battling yes. them in, in like a, in like a grid. And then Sandra Bullock gets accused of a crime, and Always. she has nobody oh, to rely damn. on because she wears pizza oh online. Oh my god, the, the nets. nets! Thank you, man. You guys are just melding all these movies yeah. together. Does he then get in the vents? Right. So he goes yeah. through the air vents, and then this eventually, what Steph, this is what stuff says to me. Why? Why did he need the clearance? He was he was just gonna go through the vents. Exactly. Okay. And I'm like, oh my god, stuff. <laughs> fucking seriously. Because he's like, because if they saw a child with the fucking robot helmet walking around, even though even though like, later on he, he walks does. by a bunch he of does. guys with his googly eye helmet, he does, and he finds a dog. He fi- he goes oh. into this lab where there are all these I don't know bunnies, Listen, and dogs. I choose to believe it's the same retrievers. lab from Monkey Shines and Man's Best Friend. Same. And, Pro- and Project X. One in the same, bros. With all the fucking chimps. They're testing and, a lot of baby shampoo. So, also, why is this kid unloading all of his problems on Homeward Bound, The Incredible listen, Journey? Yeah. Golden Retrievers are the best dogs ever. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... You can disagree, disagree with me all you want. Darwin's they are the, the I mean, they're most tumor loving, factories. but they're the most loving dogs. My, yeah, my, my golden retriever died of tumors. She, listen, yeah. she just laid there and she was After like, she tell me. she wanted you from the basement. My, tell me you're sorry. Dude, my dog's face turned into like oh. James Woods. It was just fucking like. <laughs> it raped Wait, your, your dog got super racist and Republican? <laughs> yes. As it aged? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Did fuck Amber Heard? And I, I was like, what is happening, listen, Casey? I thought you were my friend. When you when you buy a golden retriever, you know that they're going to get cancer. You have to accept cancer. It's in your future. No one told me that. My dad didn't tell me that when he brought home little puppy Casey. Like, one day this dog's going to die. James Wood's going to sprout from her snout. I never was told that. And I had to Video learn that the hard way. To the sequel. But do you know who voiced who voiced an animal in Homeward Bound the Incredible Journey? Who? Uh, who? Michael J. Fox? Yes, bitch. Oh, yes, he played Chance. Chance. <laughs> Chance, because his mama took one. <laughs> yes, exactly. Who was the old guy? <sighs> that wasn't oh, it was I, w- I choose to believe that that is actually a dog from Homeward Bound the Incredible Journey, but instead of finding its way home, it got put into too. this place and became like, a, Sally it, it became like a fucking Falcor sock puppet. Yeah. <laughs> All they were doing was testing organic material 
Couldn't you just use Anything. regular lab mice? Why yeah. do you need a, a barrage oh, of again, animals? Again, the baboon. You could the literally, baboon, you could literally put like a shit toilet paper in there. Like you didn't have to do anything like you know substantial. You could literally put a piece of fruit in there. Shit well, toilet yeah. paper. If you, you motherfuckers have- say if you could literally one more time. <laughs> when I say literally, I mean like you could actually like literally. <laughs> so he, he shows up and he Don commiserates Amici. with his, his golden Rochetto. retriever buddy, right? Yeah, yeah. Because he's also. A lab animal because the symbolism in this is yeah, heavy. Yeah, no, than, no, yeah. no, 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 anyway, no, we, no, no. Are we assuming that people? Are we assuming that anybody is really awake and paying attention at this part? We find Dude, out when I was watching this movie, I felt like Wilford Brimley's blood sugar was dropping, and so I was getting sleepy, <laughs> and I had to. I was taking insulin uh, to try to stay awake. I was this watching movie. this. That's not how on that works. I don't know how it works. <laughs> That's true. That's okay. how that works, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we also learn at this point that what little marty brundle has been told is that he has brundle's accelerated growth syndrome oh, or oh aka God. bags but he's like a goth kid yeah. he's, fu- he's five he's years like, old but he looks 30 no yeah. he's one year old he's like i know that i'm growing faster than i should be i'm also gonna die sooner uh, than you I could, should this, pl- this planet i live on I'm is black dead, dead, black dead. planet what age does he hit puberty because five. i don't want to he's five, five. he's Five when he fucks what's her face. Yes. Yeah. Then he like the next day he's getting his dinner and he saves his, his lamb chops. He his saves favorite. his lamb chop for his dog who has been transferred to this other section. He goes to the new zone and he finds his dog being, trans- is being transported. He comes out a blob of a dog. Yeah. So it's it's uh crying it's like Falcorn and apple fritter yes. were yeah. put into the telepods. Yeah, that's upsetting. Then, it was like one of James Woods like ass polyps and like yeah. in the fucking <laughs> yeah. Falcor. Yeah. No fucking uh, Doodles looks and he's like I'm looking at the man in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. What they should have did is they should have cast Doodles as fucking Zelda in the new Pet Cemetery movie and they go in. <laughs> oh and, like, my god. Doodles has like scoliosis. Oh. <laughs> Next we see Martin is turning five, but really he's Martin? fucking 20. Martin. Let's just all say that he's 20. Yeah, but okay. he's five. Basically, Mr. Bartok says, <laughs> do you want your privacy? Smash this mirror. Yeah. And then takes him to an apartment. Do you yeah. want yes, your privacy? That has for a sh- very obvious yeah, camera at hidden which, in at the stereo. which point, no, no, no. they instantly enter the room and I said, well, there's cameras in that room. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, and, for sure. And Martin's like, oh, how can I ever thank you? And he's like, Take a job with us. No. There's always one Bartok <laughs> intern that has to clean the come up. I don't want to do it, that redhead. I know he's a redhead. I know he's a brunette, but I swear to God he's a redhead. I've seen <laughs> it in his eyes. I go through the trash can. I try to find the gist for men's. And I, I, I know it's going to be found one day. His swimmers. Have no soul. How is Marty going through so much conditioner every week? That boy's cock must be as slick as an Exxon Valdez. <laughs> so Mr. Bartok then takes him back to the lab and says, We can't figure out these telepods. Your father was a genius. But then he says, I know you're reluctant to work with the telepods because of your dog. By the way, he didn't suffer. No, we that put him much. down. Yeah, he's like, come we on, we don't keep him in a pit. He's totally not. All. He's totally not eating clam bisque right now in a bottomless pit. <laughs> I in like sector how 14. He, he totally tries to blow it off. He's like, bro, that was like two days ago. Okay, <laughs> so yeah. you need to relax because that's like four years in yeah. your life. Okay, but, yeah. but then he shows him, yeah, the Goldblum videos with the fake Gina Davis. Martin starts working on the telepods. Basically, immediately 
successfully teleports a phone. He figures it out in two seconds. But for some unknown reason, when you teleport a phone, if it's not plugged in, it makes phone ringing noises. As you find out later, when everything gets transported, the the dog goes, the dog goes, (laughs) the cat goes, everything has the worst fucking sound what, design yeah, what you have ever yeah. okay, fucking okay. heard in your life. Alright, hypothetical. What if you put Gary Busey in the telepod? What sound would he make? My grand slam is choking. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> you just slam her. We no, know, we no, know no, John. John's, we John's know. grand slam is he gets two pieces of pork roll and he slaps it on the woman's chest <laughs> like, like he's doing a drum roll as yes. he's coming. <laughs> no, but it has to be Taylor pork roll. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is there any other kind? Pork roll oh. areolas. Yum. I can only climax when my prize has been sufficiently insaturated with <laughs> the smell of the porkest roll. They actually fuck on a Kaiser roll. He meets hot Daphne who yeah. does an unknown job third shift okay. I think that they, they put her there so that they would meet and mate and they would maybe get another Brundlefly baby you it think, was all planned oh, yeah. oh, 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 I think it was planned that's a much smarter idea it than is. the actual I don't, movie yeah, this I don't is how think, I redo yeah. movies guys you know what that is <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Right, so he meets her. He asks for her cactus. He invites her back to the lab. He teleports the cactus, which comes out looking like not a it's cactus. A, it's a, First of all, she's not a wait. No. She, I'm summarizing this. She is not impressed she that he teleported it. She doesn't all. give a fuck. She's like, oh, it's not even the same. Okay, my, my, da- my dad. My dad said he did this, and then he got fucking penetration immediately afterwards. He puts it through the telepod, and it comes out, and it's a Tim Burton plan. And then Tim Burton was on set. He was like, um, uh, you guys gonna you gonna keep that? What do we watch with John's Depp? Oh, platoon! Yeah. And he plays some hack ass character that's he's just like a there. Fucking pot smoker. Yeah, he's like, for like I'm, two seconds. I'm John's debt. I'm dead. Yeah, but who else is in it? <laughs> who else is in it? Willem Dafoe. Keith David. Oh. Keith David's in it. 
<gasps> ask the asses in it. Yeah, he's and not on that. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Is that right after he shot the porno with, with Jessup? With yeah. his Google yeah. eye. No, but you know what it is with Forrest Whitaker when he was young? His Google eye. It wasn't I, as prominent. I heard like he got kicked in the face by a donkey or something what? and it made it like go cock eye. I don't, I don't so. know. The, ba- the best part of him in uh, Rogue One is when he's like, you guys gotta go without me to the spaceship. They're like, you're five feet away. Just walk to the spaceship. He's like, go on without me. Save the dream. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what he does. Watch a platoon. It's fucking so upsetting what's every single name? time. What's the, what's the evil dude's name with all Tom Berenger. Oh, dude, he's <gasps> awesome in it. Willem Dafoe, Charlie Sheen. Everyone's amazing. Charlie Sheen looks like a young goose. He's a baby. He's a little baby. Yeah. So, Martin then goes to see the mean fucking doctor lady, whoever she is. She's on permanent road rage. She's trying to get blood and she she breaks the fucking needle in his arm and screams at him and blames him. This is important later. Keep it in your mind. So, yeah. it's not. Turn to page 15. It's definitely not. It's important five minutes later when he gets an infection. Yeah. And okay. he's pulling cobwebs well, out of his bicentennial muscle. But first, we have a montage. Don't fucking skip over the montage. Oh, the country montage. music uh, montage. So I montage did skip over it. Of Beth and Martin dancing. What's the song? Doing science. No idea. Fucking song. Is that, it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger country song. Felt like dancing, so I asked her who I was flirting with a natural disaster. Parked my duck on the dusty trail. Start shaking like a seven on the Richter scale. She's laying underneath, but she's a gift from above, baby. She's my earthquake love. I worship the ground that she walks on. She's my earthquake love. She wrecked my whole world She's my earthquake love She cracked me right down to my foundation She's my earthquake love She's my earthquake love Here she goes again she teaches him how to cast a line for fishing. Yeah. For whatever. For fly fishing. You know what I didn't fucking realize? In the deleted ending, that's what he's doing. He's fucking fly fishing. fishing. Okay. Yeah. So it actually does come full circle that's because. What I was oh happening. my fucking God. I don't understand why you didn't know that's what was happening. <laughs> I didn't remember. But she. He, there's no, like, I want to see a river run through it. I want to see. You want to see Tom Scarab? I want to see some casting of a fly fishing. You're never going to Steph. River runs through it, captured fly fishing like no other movie could ever do. <laughs> okay. It's Listen, not going to be repeated. It's fucking true. Because when I see Never those, when I see those men's glistening wet asses in their little fucking waterproof pants, Brad Pitt. You know what? The thing that's so shocking to me is how he is so like just fine with like mm-hmm. social engagements and interacting with people. He lived in a fucking it lab. Yeah. It's not written in a way that suggests that no. he's like so rapidly. Ma- he's just a normal guy. So then my point is, why is this relevant to the story? It's it's really not. Listen, if you want to see a movie that's better, Iceman. In the frozen Arctic wasteland, on a routine geological expedition, a team of scientists are about to discover something incredible. What in God's name is he? Something unexpected. Minus four. This is worth much more than any one man. Something impossible. Temperature's shooting up. We just have to keep the lid on it for a while. Something that's a part of our past. That's brain activity. It came from somewhere. 
We could find it. And the key to our future. He's gone. found the damn Neanderthal. <laughs> Universal Pictures presents Timothy Hutton in Iceman. You can't keep him in the cage the rest of his life. Oh! What's happened here is nothing compared to what's going to happen to him out there. You're alienating him. We're losing contact. Everyone wants to own him, but only one man can save him. He's not like you or me, but he is a man. While he's at this get together, he overhears a conversation about the an, an experiment, about the longest living experiment. Takes a licking and keeps on ticking. She's a piece of shit. And Can he's we just like, talk about it now because she knows about this experiment. Does and, she? And she's like blase about it. That's, yeah. I, that's my question. Yeah, she's, is, she feeds I don't it. Think she does. She's one of the people that feeds it New England clam chowder every Wednesday. <laughs> is she? Yeah. I don't know because she's not famous. Yeah. She's not like famous so. at all. Pretty sure about it. But he that. like puts two and two together and he's like, this must be my golden retriever from years ago. With the And guess what? It is. And he finds it and it fucking is. Yeah. And it's like, Paul, he got this gr- like pan of gruel. Because yeah. yeah. his back legs this don't is, work no This more. is what he should have so did. At this point in the movie, he should have killed that dog and fed it somehow to Brenda Walsh. <laughs> Where did he get Brenda Walsh? He gets pissed at her, and he's like, you're not in my clearance zone yeah. anymore. And then he goes back to the dog, who, like, immediately tries to kill him, but then it's like, oh, no, I recognize you, and I love you. Oh, and so then he sad. kills the dog. The dog, like, Listen. motions to, like, a little microphone, and he has to put it to its throat, and it's like, don't smoke. Uh. Oh, I thought he was putting, like, a poopy wipe up to its mouth, and it was, like, Listen. his dookie, and he could, the, the dog couldn't smell. This he is like shit No, what it was was the prototype ass ragging. But this gets him the idea to put a kitten in there. He's trying to, like, get rid of all the hatred. He's like, oh, you know, I was kind of mad at you. We can be friends again. Here, here's a kitten. And she's like, oh, you're the best. Now we're going to transport him. <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, thank God the kitten was fine. And the cat's like this. Meow. <laughs> it sounds like someone doing it. No, it's like, that's, yeah, it's that's not good. the worst meow. It is not realistic made. at all. No, no, what, what it should be is like the, the, the cat opens its mouth and it's like, the cow says yeah. moo. And he's like, God <laughs> damn it, it's the wrong fucking thing. I gotta pull this shit again. He's got a giant version yeah, of it has. with all the different animal heads. He's like, <laughs> and this time it works. Yeah, it and works. And she's horny. Yeah, because, right, the kitten's fine. It's purring super loud and she's like, inside and he's like inside where was this house at though was it inside it was the on the ground this is somewhere. my whole thing and she was never like concerned about yeah that? she's never yeah. like okay question why do you have this killer ass fuck pad on your job site if she even tangentially knows about the study wouldn't that create some interesting conflict she's I like, she didn't have clearance for his Dick. level though so so she didn't know he was five they let's all talk about how she didn't know he was five the but cow was goes wearing? moo the dick goes come. <laughs> <laughs> no she's like I really like this show Mind Hunter. I like Spongebob <laughs> can we oh fuck I mean he was are you on TikTok these computer oh. simulations are like no, the worst. Worst. <laughs> it's like, made on an etch-a-sketch it is. versus the first film it's like oh here's a regular stick man Here's Lumpy Stickman. Yes. <laughs> like, why does the Lumpy Stickman look like Gary Busey? Yeah. This is weird. So basically what we get out of this is that he needs a person to sacrifice. 
so that he can get rid of his but, DNA and put it in this other person. He needs a person. No, no. He will be fine, he and that a, person will not be okay. He needs a person to sacrifice. Otherwise, the script of Mass gets written, <laughs> and he has to star in it. And then he, he starts sticking his finger in his bicep and getting, like, French onion dip out, and he's like, Ew! And then he sticks, like, a wavy so laser in there, and why he's like, do, mm, well, good. Why did they make the decision here <laughs> to so cut him off from his his bitch? <laughs> and give him a tape because they give figure her a tape. They, why do they do that? Because they no, figure Melissa, out that woman. he's figuring it out. That's why. Is he figuring it out though? Because it's not. He hasn't figured really, anything. Yeah, none out. of this really makes sense. For some reason, they're like, he's kind of no. doing what we want him to do. Let's fuck him over. No, get but, rid of his bitch. Give her the tape. Yeah, not but, let him call anyone. But what did they think was going to happen by giving him the tape? I don't know. Was the thing he's going to be like? Oh, bummer. Well, I guess let's keep working on this fucking telepod. Yeah. No, they don't give it to him. They give it to her. Yeah, and but, she tells him. Well, yeah, but you would assume that that would that would that it conversation would, would take place. But yeah, I, think, yeah. I mean, I think ultimately it's because Makes no sense. because they are monitoring him and they know that he's beginning no, the transition. But, no, 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 but they're not really maybe, monitoring him maybe. because for whatever reason, like they're monitoring his room. But anytime he's anywhere else. They must only be monitoring that fuck pad because that is like, weird. the rest yeah. of the facility is just like, God knows. Right. That is a good point. Because Why wouldn't they just have a camera in there and be able to see his password? Because later, you know, they show like there's this part in the movie where it's like very alien where they have like this like, they must have uploaded some like, uh, like alien fucking simulator, like air duct simulator. Yeah. And they're like, oh, here's, and you think that's going to play a part in the movie too. No. But it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't at all. Well, right, so like, like so where does that air duct go? The, the fucking creepy ass guy <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> gives like Beth um the tape because he's like, Yeah, you've been transferred. Stormy, Stormy gives it to her. Bye. He's like, I've been, listen, I yeah. seen you doing Stormy. the reverse cowgirl, and I know you got the skills That's to do it. It's all the way across town. And then so she's gone. And then so Martin's trying to call her. She's trying to call him. He doesn't she, work here. Yeah, he doesn't work there, blah blah blah. And then he well, of course he's baby genius. He fucking hacks the system again. He's yeah. not a baby. And he called, but he's, he's five. five. He's five. He's, he's a baby. A toddler. And then he finds out that she has a tape of them banging and yeah. he fucking loses his oh shit. Oh my God. Goes in there, checks everywhere but the bedroom for the camera. <laughs> and he's like, despite of my rage, I am still just a fucking rat in a cage. A fly in a cage. A fly in a cage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just flew by him. Well, and then the- <laughs> I also get pissed off in movies when people are having sex and they have like satin sheets like yeah. piped up over the girl's butt. This is his first time banging. Yeah, he yeah. the fuck he's doing. He would have come in two seconds. Yeah, but Steph, he's been just watching nothing but Peter North like instruction <laughs> videos, so he knows. I mean, she was on top though, so she you was don't in really, control. you yeah. don't really need to know how to have sex. You just clench your butt cheeks a lot. Yeah, but you come in two seconds really? when you're like yeah, first time. I mean, I mean, the first time you have sex, the first time I had sex, it wasn't difficult, it, but it was terrible. <laughs> it was quite disappointing. <laughs> it, was, ah. it was terrible. Yeah, so he then he finds the secret room where the security guards are watching. It wasn't a secret room. It was the original surveillance room <laughs> from when he was a kid. Yeah, yeah but like and that, when I say a kid, twenty minutes ago. So Martin sees a video of Stathis Baratheon. Mm-hmm, cleansing his butt cheeks. Yes, and then he sees a video of himself and Mr. Bartok oh when he was like two. Those, okay, I have a real problem with this because the director just thinks we're a bunch of stupid fucktards. Yeah. And he's going to play the actual movie that we saw. Okay, these were not interview tapes. Like the one where it's actually like Brundlefly talking. Yeah. That's not a fucking like interview. That's the actual movie playing and they yeah. put a little fucking VHS like 
toggle thing at the bottom. Yes. You're a piece of shit. These, these drunken libtards won't know the difference. Are They're you? watching the fly too. Are you saying they use an Instagram filter? Yeah, I mean, Chris Wallace, I see you. And then he sees a video of himself when he was taken to his new apartment, mm. and then a video of himself banging. banging. This is basically when the movie turns into Jurassic Park because they have all these fucking scientists trying to trying to hack into the yeah. system yes. because he has a password and he's like clever boy clever boy exactly just like yes. clever, clever girl. Girl. he says it twice, twice. oh my In goodness gracious where the fuck is samuel all at please god damn it hate this hack of crap phone address people beth's boathouse she lives on a or i mean a houseboat that's my houseboat and if there's one thing i learned from fucking seven mary three it's don't go down to the water's edge Mm -mm. don't go down to the water's edge they did it once and they can do it again (laughs) (laughs) but he actually doesn't just go there he fucking for boogas there but he thinks it's acceptable to just break into her house and she's about to hit him with a fucking fire poker all of a sudden start mutating yes, he's because a, he was completely yeah, he fine in the scene before. He, he looks like contracted the Nick Nolte yeah. disease. Yes. He's Nick nolte uh, hard. Yes. And then she's like, you need some medication. He's like, there Beth, never was any medication. Beth, no. would you still fuck me? Why is this Beth, voice you, so weird? Uh, would, you, me. would you still fuck me, Beth? You guys were just trying to feed me your leftover good implants because nobody eats them because they're gross old people candy nobody wants. They want to find a cure for him. And then in that weird video of Stathis, he mentioned a cure. So they were like, we're going to go see Stathis oh, Baratheon. God. I hate this part. Find a so- cure fucking much because not only is this movie a piece of shit but (laughs) but then it tries to take a movie i liked and make that a piece of shit by making a character that was a piece of shit in the first movie like sympathize with the characters in this movie how about fuck you but he doesn't really sympathize i know no he he gives him the wheels of steel but he but he's he's like like, here's my wheels of steel they they go see stathis baratheon in in a mansion in the middle of the woods yeah right and he's like fuck you and your fucking dad Mm -hmm. but come on in and then fuck you and your dad. Here's my first Jeep. of all. Okay, and, and, and here's another problem. He saw what his fucking dad became. Yeah, exactly. And then crackhead version comes to his door. He knows what's gonna happen. Yeah. He's like, still come, come inside. Wait a minute, let's just talk about how bad the fucking special effects are here because at least when Goldblum was transforming, it was, it was his whole body. Yes. This is only his face. Yeah, so like, he looks like I the mean, dad from Teen yeah. Wolf right now. <laughs> I wanted him to go in there and him not acknowledge that he had a false hand. But it was yeah. like it was like a glove that had like hot dogs taped yes. to it, and, and he was like trying to give him like, "Oh, do you want some coffee? Let me make you some coffee." And he's trying to make coffee, and the fingers are breaking off. So I made a different, a bunch of different attachments for my hand. This one I call the flesh mice. And oh, we got that back at the lab. Oh, you got that back at the lab, motherfucker! Because I invented this in my mansion. Yeah, and it's like, a, and he attaches it to his hand. It's just a Nike box with a condom stapled to it. It's like, soup, 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 soup. They take his Jeep and they go get a motel room. Brundle Martin is watching this bug zapper yeah. zapping all the bugs. And no, he's like, oh, oh my God, it's supposed to be like oh, this how, fucking how meta-air shit. Nothing Melissa, no defense. No, Nothing. How beautiful that light is. <laughs> Yo, but listen, I mean, have you ever watched a bug zapper? Oh my God, I used to Scary. watch them and like when a really I, big bug would get stuck in there and just like smoke. I would just get like, I would do acid and I would just watch the bug zapper for like six hours yeah. and I would count the lives that were lost so you're the 
person that they made the the log the burning log tv channel for i prefer to be comforted because i feel fragile at all times (laughs) (laughs) picture spooning jesse who's i I usually tell steph i'll tell steph i'll be like conceal me conceal me and then she'll be like and and she'll be like what do you want me to do i was like Climb upon my back and we'll go into the canopy. <laughs> and that's what she does. And then We're she, climbs on my, the she climbs on my back and I pretend I'm climbing. I'll be like, we'll get to the top of the canopy and we'll collect plantains. <laughs> and that's what I start doing. I start fake grabbing plantains and feeding them to her. This is actually, well, I, I this mean, is life. This I is believe this is a thing you do. This is, we it do is. it. We do it. We do yeah. it. So she wakes up and she sees him like fucking watching the bug zapper from the sofa. And at this point, he's like, Almost completely transitioned, right? He's like old and wrinkled, and he has like cotton all over I'm, him. He under. turns into Charlton Heston. No, no, no. She falls asleep, and now he's like doing like he does the same thing that Seth Brundle did, where he had the transition where he was like, "Oh, I'm dying, and I'm freaking out," and then he was like, "No, I'm this actually movie, evolving." Yeah. This movie doesn't do anything different that the first fly does. It just does the same thing very, very, very poorly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She runs away and then She calls Bartok. And yeah. Martin is he's now this is when he is like hairless, old, wrinkled, yeah. covered in like cheap Halloween spider webs. So Bartok wants to know what his secret password word is, but he will not Password word? Yeah. It's fine. Um. So they take him to the lab and basically back to the room where he was born. And at this point, oh, he's, shit, like, he's like in a cocoon. cocoon. He's in a wet cocoon. We, we get a cocoon. Is he literally in a cocoon? We can see his and face. And he's looking out at them. Yeah. And they're just like talking about him. I think this cocoon looks pretty so, cool. And by the way, this is where you can start watching the movie. Yeah. Exactly. Hit yeah. play at this time. Uh, meanwhile, the creep fucking security guard is watching as a bunch of other people are bathing super naked. Back. Oh, yeah. Right? They're really like, weird. get in there. She's contaminated with yeah. sperm, sperm. And the worst part of it. About that scene. They're basically trying to give her witch hazel up for Jeminski. And the worst part about that scene is the frosted glass that should not be there. Now Martin is basically some like dark gremlin looking pupil husk. I don't yeah. know what the fuck it is. Apt pupil? But who plays the old oh, Nazi? Cool. Uh, who is it? Oh, no. It's Memento. Is that his name? What's the name? Guy Magneto? Pierce. No, Magneto, oh my god. Magneto oh, from X-Men. Did you call him Memento? I did, I did <laughs> but I knew what she was talking about. Charles, it's all, everything's out of sync time-wise. It's not Xavier, and I know that Charles, my, my special power is, is I can tr- control all the Mentos in the world. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he holds his hand up. Fresh so. goes better, man. Fresh goes better when your name is Magneto. Mentos, the Magneto maker. <laughs> so if you're gonna if you decide you know for yeah. whatever reason okay. you have a huge cocoon and you want to study this cocoon then put it at least in a dog crate because you right? don't know you have yeah, no idea you know. what the fuck you is inside this thank thing you. Yes. thank you yes. do something so she maybe asked- even just put it in a cardboard box right so she aspirates <laughs> all this liquid and then she looks it under the microscope and while she's under the microscope it starts oozing all this pus. Yeah. 45 minutes yeah. this yes. thing hatches she and had she's a lot like, of time to get out August. yeah anal glands are coming out of every yeah. fucking hole in right? this thing at the and, very uh, least if you don't want to put it in a dog crate or a cardboard box Run when you hear the crickling. But then she like finally any does. Kinda, any kind of crackling. But and had he already emerged and yeah, then was standing in yes. front of the store somehow? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. She tries to run, but it attacks her, and then... I don't understand the, the skeleton face. I don't either. Yeah, well, here's yeah. the part. But also, at the same time, 
I am intrigued. Where the Don <laughs> Doler movie called like Fly Beast starts, and I am on board with this yes. movie. Yes. I right. mean, it's a great creature. So the other nerdy scientist comes in and he's like, Where are you, lady scientist? And then he finds her because there's a puddle of blood and there's a drip, drip, drip. There's a puddle and of blood. Looks, he looks up, though. No, not no, puddle of blood. No. No. Looks, no. No. <laughs> no. You fucking do it. Shut your mouth. Shut it. Do it. The guards come in and they say, Martin killed the doctor. And he's Why like, do you say Martin? And Martin. They say his name weird. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, he is to be captured, not to be killed. No and one, no one speaks this way. He is to be captured. But and the very next scene, they, they send they a Rottweiler like, on it. They send a Rottweiler on him. And he's well, friends with all oh, dogs. He is. He he's friends him. with all dogs. He could have a future as a dog walker. Yeah. They have a Petco groomer because oh he has like six a trainer, arms. Probably he could a be, trainer. He could be shaving assholes. Yeah. He could be <laughs> fucking squirting the asshole glands, yeah. whatever you do. Yes. Expressing the glands. Yeah, I don't have dogs. The security guard gets milk splashed yeah. in his face and he goes, yeah, from yep. the squirt gun. That's what you came. That's what but you came to see. This I have movie to say, for. I'm disappointed in the Best. lack of dissolving in this yeah. movie. Who gives a shit? His face melts off. That guy's good. Peels back. Yes, very readers of the Lost Ark. When they no, it's even better. When than they that. find him, he's and still when, alive. And they find him still alive. alive. And he's, he's just like, like uh, 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 you stand over Shepard <laughs> getting thrown. Ragdoll <laughs> <laughs> at that door. But also, then there's Scorby. I'm pretty sure gets squirted. Scorby. Digestive juice. Yeah, he does. But he does melt. The fucking dude who falls in the elevator shaft. Yeah, no. His head gets squished. And and he's got like 45 minutes to crawl out the elevator (laughs) shaft. He does. Scorby's like, get out of there. He's like, I'm trying, Scorby. (laughs) I'm trying. And then his head blows up like a can of Del Monte fucking pasta sauce. And then Scorby accidentally shoots the the one scientist that was left because he thought it was the fly. He uses a stun gun on Beth. Yeah. And then he pulls a gun on Martin and he's like, I won't fucking hesitate to kill you for a second. And Martin's like, I'm gonna fucking walk towards you. Turns around and shoots Martin for right. unknown reasons. But then Martin, he, but then Martin is able to get up and grab him and yeah. take him to the computer. He makes him type in "dad" as his password. It's the most important word in your life. Remember, I taught you early to have a secret word—the word like, that makes everything happen. And he's like, "It's my da dad." Yes. <laughs> so anyway, so he drags him with a telepod, gets her to push the button, tells her he's like, "Push it," and she's like, "Okay." They teleport, and when they when the door opens, human centipede comes yes, out. Yes, totally. And it's basically like Eric Stoltz with his fucking mouth around that old dude's asshole. Yeah. Or they could have been ass to ass if it was like Eric Stoltz, and he was like ninety nine point nine percent him, except he had like the old dude, like a miniature version of the old dude with his head Stuck like on his abdomen. Yeah. So when he had to have sex with Beth, it was like the old guy was like, "Hushy, pushy, pushy. <laughs> like oh, Marty, start right. the reactor. Like don't, forget, don't forget me, Marty. Hold me up to the breasticles. 
You know I love to toss the salad, Marty. <laughs> Let me get into that, but crevassial. Anyway, she wipes the strawberry jelly off. Daddy him wants his poop slurpy. <laughs> he says he's okay. Yeah. And next we see that Bartok creature <laughs> is still alive. And is Why? being kept in the pen where the golden that, that, retriever was honestly, being kept. Honestly, that is the fucking coolest part of the movie when they show that thin creature and he's, he's like, like crawling and in. he's eating the New England clam chowder. And then the camera zooms in on a fly on the rim of the bowl <gasps> of slop. <gasps> <gasps> Imagine if it was the ending that I said when the fly was on guacamole. I mean, it still wasn't good. On the dock of the bay. Sitting on the dock of the bay. Eating nachos and guacamole. Thoughts about the movie. I I want you to start. All right. Like Ben already said, it's like the last like 15, 20 minutes of this movie are great. And like, I don't want to shit on the rest of the movie because like, I really fucking love the special effects. and I love the way the fly looks. And if this was like a Don Dollar movie, I would love it. The way he shot, the way David Cronenberg shot the fly in the first one made it look like he humanized it. He made it look seem real. Mm-hmm. This one definitely feels like a creature feature where it's just like, oh, it's a bit, it's all front and center. You see, I do like some of the shots that Chris Wallace does where like they show the fly kind of jumping and it looks like a guy in a suit. And I think the creature looks cool. But the problem is the whole like finale is just corny because like the fly doesn't really do anything. He just kind of jumps around here and there. And it's over in like five minutes. The bones of this movie are good. Like they could have made something good out of it with like the the facility and everything like that. But it just comes across really like wooden and doesn't have any life to it. McFly's transformation is just not great. Chris Wallace did bring like really great special effects to the movie. But man, you shouldn't pretend you can direct <laughs> when you're just an SPFX dude. Yeah. Uh, but the Vagrant's so good, so it's kind of weird that he... But I don't think the Vagrant's good because of the directing. I think the Vagrant's good because Bill Paxton and just the storyline's weird. I think this movie is too much for someone that's inexperienced. It's like too much... There's too many moving parts on it for someone who doesn't really have like a grand vision to know what they're doing. So I'll say I'll give it a... Station Waves. I'll give it a six. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. I'll go next. Um... <laughs> I feel like that. This is. The, I'm pretty sure this is the first time I've ever seen this movie, and it's not good. It's super <laughs> boring in the yeah, beginning. It is like the last. You know, like, it reminds me of almost like Flight of the Navigator. Yeah, like when the like, kids yeah. like in the thing. But as a kid, you thought it was the best. Yeah, right. Yeah, but then did. when you revisit it, true too. So I did, long till it gets to anything it, that matters. It is true because I saw this movie a lot as a kid and yeah. I loved it. Yeah. But but that's because. I, you know what sticks out the most this movie as a kid is the scenes where the dog comes out mm-hmm. and the yeah. dog's eating the slop yeah. and then at the end when the guy comes out and he's eating the slop that is the most like impactful scenes in the movie and it's then that's kind of mate yeah I just feel like the the last like third of the movie that's why is like the best completely trashed talking about this movie I know um, I mean it was just kind of boring and like the story was like didn't make any sense and the transformation was really kind of lackluster compared yeah. to the original mm-hmm. like that was what was so good about the the movie with jeff goldblum was watching him transition and, wa- and, and how upsetting it was and don't you feel like as someone involved in the film you should have been aware of that yes but like yeah. it was completely lost on him no, and that's why this, the movie was it, good. this movie has zero like feel of the first movie it doesn't and, and i think that's probably uh, like as Jessup, well i think it's as jessa brings up that like when you're in the trenches doing a thing and like you know chris wallace was you know making the creature when you're looking at it as a director and looking at the bigger picture and looking at the themes and 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 everything that fucking cronenberg does has a corollary to it you know we're talking about disease and aids and stuff yeah. in, the, in, the, in the first film but he's obviously not picking up on any right, of it's that all stuff lost and on also him. Yeah. like when you think about Cronenberg's version 
very fine-tuned movie under an hour and 30 minutes this movie no wasted scenes yeah this so movie long. an hour and 45 minutes you could have trimmed an hour from it you could have trimmed yeah. easily an hour from it and like i feel like i feel like if they were trying to be true to the original movie then the transition would have been or the transformation would have been more similar to that and this was way different i feel like the well, and again, like, like, it's like, cool I, to do I, something different but quarter, at the same time it like Here's it what, didn't feel like it was a core like a, a like a you know continuation of that here's what story. i would have done i would immediately i would have kept the, the the beginning of the film when the baby's born uh the mother dies and then i would immediately jump to an adult martin McBrundlefly. yeah working then, already like, at bartok yeah. working at bartok yeah. and unraveling the mystery himself See, why I feel he's like, here to me like if you saw the first movie you don't need to know you don't even need to have that that birthing scene involved in the movie just have, like you said, him working at Bartok, and you know his name, so you know I like, where he came from. Right, I'm right. A, yeah, but I'm yeah. like a little bit partial to like when you do like an impactful beginning part, and then you do the title credit. But I like, like that kind of stuff. But like I, but Jurassic I, Park does it. Yeah, there's but a lot I, of but movies. But I feel that like it. it takes. But for me, it takes away from the movie when you don't have the original actress yeah. playing the lead. The, well, the that, lead well, role. that too. I it, mean, you should have like, like, convinced Gina Davis. Yeah, to come if back. you can't get Gina Davis to come back, then you need to fucking rewrite this, especially when it's contrast with Stathis, who is exactly right, right. And you're and yeah. like you're not even shooting it in a way where you're trying to hide her face, and you're letting her talk way too much. Yeah. It's like yeah. if, right. you're, if you're not going to match your because voice, it's so weird to listen to Jeff Goldblum I, in those videos and not I hear Gina Davis's yeah, voice. I would have yeah. almost recut the nightmare yeah. sequence in the first film and had it almost seem like Stathis was having that same nightmare dream and him waking up in his mansion and knowing that Martin. Brundle is working at Bartok yeah. or something like that. I mean, you could even have had a movie just of, like following Stathis and have him being like yeah. just obsessed with the fly coming back yeah, together and making, yeah. and making yeah. insect puns. But he's not actually like haunted by an insect, but he turns out to be a serial so, killer. I mean, I think that the creature design was pretty cool, but like for me, it didn't like. It could have been a different movie. It didn't yeah. for me. It didn't have anything to do with the fly with Jeff the, Goldblum. Yeah, but didn't the know? fly didn't as cool as as much as I like the the creature and think it looks cool. It doesn't look like a fly. No, it doesn't. No. It looks like it doesn't even have. It was in, like a weird it gremlin have creature. Insect eyes. It doesn't no. have yeah. an insect face. No, it doesn't have an insect That's what body. It, you know what this reminds it, me of? It reminds me of the uh, aliens resurrection fucking interpretation of a human xenomorph. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was just not great. I mean, honestly. So okay, it's a five. It's not the worst movie. I would watch it again, but like honestly, uh, it's not great. I'll go next. Uh, it's a five for me too. Yeah. For the for the exact same reasons, like. The only thing to me propping this up is the special effects. The whole plot is convoluted to the point where it's not necessary. And the only thing that you're coming for is that stuff. And I wholly dislike Eric Stoltz. And I wish there was another actor in this film to be like, you come for it for this actor and you come for the special effects, but there's really nothing else that you can go to and point. Not even the. There's really no good monologues you know what in this he's either. Like, he's, no. Yeah, it's not. No, there's no good dialogue. There's no, quotes. That, there's no good quotes. The one thing about the wound and he's healing, that is the only thing that's like I would have, I would have liked to a, a tit in this movie. There was no nudity. He's not even like, <laughs> but he's not even like a like, he, he's almost like an android in this movie where yeah. like he's playing this character that you don't like, you don't dislike. You're just like, he's there and I'm watching him move around. And and also I probably credit that to the fact that when your director isn't, a, and it isn't a, a, an actor director, he's... You know, his background is not in directing full-time, so he has no idea how to talk to these actors and be like, this is what you're moving the scene. This is what you're going to do. Yeah. So 
all these actors are doing whatever they know themselves. And when you have a young actor like Eric Stoltz, Eric Stoltz is like, I was yeah man. <laughs> yeah, he's not really. I mean, I, now I, I guarantee fly, you, man. I guarantee you, everything that Eric Stoltz brought to the table was himself, and nobody else was like, no, this is what you want to do. Yeah, no one was yeah. directing him, guiding right. him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Melissa, I mean, the special effects, I I didn't really care for. I didn't think they were that great, and the creatures sucked. Like it was <laughs> not like the fly, like coming off of that and then rolling into this. When I saw the creature, I could not believe the bullshit that was <laughs> that creature. I was just like completely sitting there, like. Yeah, great. You made a giant praying mantis puppet yeah. that's menacing these yeah. people. Like, it has nothing to do with anything. The characters all suck. That happy ending was bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Where he's like emerging from the cocoon and he's like, of fine. that dude's ass. Yeah. Like, I could not believe that was the there ending. There was trips about that, too. Apparently, in the first film, they kind of they were fighting for a happy ending and they didn't want to get it. So. Well, the happy I ending guess. was. No, the happy ending was the one I told you about, which yeah. is the oh, end she of the, has one, the weird which, baby. Like, It's on YouTube. You can watch it. And I'm telling you right now. I, it's like uh, it is like John said like this episode like this us recording this episode is a fever dream that's how that ending feels it yeah. feels like it doesn't like like it doesn't even match like the rest of the movie it's like here's nachos you're fishing <laughs> you're fishing no, but this was I'm still gonna a happy ending I'm gonna stare at guacamole yeah but it's more ambiguous <laughs> where like you don't know you don't know what like uh, what happened to him yeah you don't know what his fate is yeah. like, you don't know did he get locked well, up I couldn't blah, blah, blah. Believe it's when, better when it then went to like the blob dude well, because in the cage I was like they're not gonna address what happened well, to the fucking yam man I mean like it, it to me the fact that they cut that ending was because they, they, they tested it and they're like and the audience was like what the fuck yeah. you just acting like this dude killed like five people and he fucking killed yeah. and he like basically maimed the Bartok well, into this weird creature and you're just gonna let him walk scot-free to, to be fair that Bartok Industries was doing some morally and ethically yeah, and probably illegally gray shit well so. yeah I, yeah I mean absolutely yeah. but still it's I don't, like it's like a four yeah. I don't know yeah. this is the first time I ever watched the movie and literally 10 minutes and I looked at Ben and I was like is it over is it over how much do we have left of this and a half hour and it's like is it over? Is it done? And he's like, no, oh, we still got a lot left. And then like 20 minutes out from the end of the movie, I was like, all right, this is what I like signed up for. It's like good horror. It's got like a fun, like monster man, bunch of gore, but everything else besides that, I like was literally closing my eyes. And I was like, I am only watching this for this podcast. <laughs> I would never trudge my fucking way through this movie. Otherwise, the first half is like solidly a five. The second half, a seven and a half. I think you just have really good effects. It's really fun, but God. Yeah. What do you average that out to? Like what is it? A six? Like yeah. A six. I think mathematically yeah. it's a six. I think a six makes sense. Yeah. Everybody has it. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen, but it just was boring. Like the whole idea where he's like a little kid and he yeah. builds a helmet and he finds a dog. It's like, could you really just fucking cut that you, shit? Like, well, you could. I mean, even if you yeah. wanted to do that, you could. Oh you could have condensed that yeah. into like ten minutes. And yeah. I think if it was not attached to the fly, if it was a completely different movie, I maybe would have rated it higher. Yeah. But because they were trying yeah, to milk the teat of the fly, well, also, yeah. that's why it gets we rated never lower. Do, like, we never do all. Also, it's like back to back. It, yeah, yeah, you're doing it back to back, so you don't have that like that. Gap. You don't but have also, that gap of like forgetfulness. Yeah. So you, we are just like we never do these movies back to back, and we're just coming off the fly. So it's like right there. Yeah. But like I just watched The Fly for the first time a few weeks ago, and I was like, oh wow, this is amazing. And it actually makes you think. And there's you know symbolism, and there's like an idea mm -hmm. behind it. And this one just felt like that's the Cronin. Hey, yeah. there's a movie that once existed. Let's do it again. Yeah. There was some, Leave there was, all the mm -hmm. meaning behind. There was some key flatulence that was missing yeah. from this film. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the 
part of what makes the Cronin farts work is you have like sterile medical environments and you have science as this like insurmountable force that no matter how smart or how efficient you are, you can't escape it. And then you have like people, right? People are always like the problem in Cronenberg movies, like their ambition or their lust or whatever it is, right? And this movie has none of that. And it is, I, I think like Melissa said, like if, if you weren't trying to ride the ass of the fly, one third of this movie is, is like a gooshy creature feature that I can watch. But two thirds of it are, I, I, it's just, it's boring as shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, and, and don't, don't even try to, don't put any, don't try to give me heavy handed bullshit. Like you're trying to make the fly because you're not doing it. Yeah. In the worst way, so that's like almost when they try to put in those like when they try do try to put in that like Cronenberg moment where he's talking about like a wound that's healing. Now you're almost like that doesn't fit the rest of the movie. No, it's you like did. Yeah. even yeah. even Bart. Why don't you just talk about the flesh? For yeah. Even yeah. even Bart talks motivations and stuff. Like he could have been a really good antagonist, and it's really just about like yeah. I got to make this telepod work. Well, he's also like very. He's also very like I didn't mention it, but like he's very unrealistic to the severity of the situation, especially at the end yeah. when he's like, "Take him alive." Take him alive, and you're like, he's fucking killing everybody. And he, yeah. He's trying yeah. to talk him down, like it's okay. Yeah, and you then, know we're and friends. He, and I'm he, gonna get mad at you though. No one ever seems severely threatened that there's this nine foot tall fucking like insect Brain half man dude well, like killing everybody. My last thing about it is the, the when I was watching it and thinking about it now, I was like, Cronenberg. Let's say Cronenberg made it. I don't think he would ever have made. Uh, Marty be smart again. Like, he wouldn't make him be a super genius. Like, I feel like Cronenberg's angle would be like, what if he was like a simpleton yeah. who's in this facility and he, and the whole movie is him discovering that he is transforming? He can't do anything about it. And he's really not that smart of a dude. Like, that's a truly tragic yeah. kind of scenario that Cronenberg would be like, that sounds pretty fucking bleak. Or like, also somebody using like those abilities to their advantage for like, you know, like, sinister means right once, that could be once cool they too. establish that like you can go through a telepod and survive but you're like an angry fucking mutant they should have played that up to the nine and that would have kept the first half of this movie fucking interesting and they totally did not do anything with it what mm -hmm. if marty's like super mad about the fact that he's like a guinea pig and then he's like well i'm transforming into a fly monster it's time to do some shit or if you really yeah. wanted to make this like a like a like a special effects like showcase you could have made like marty like the quote unquote superhero and you could have had somebody else spliced with another creature kind of like swamp thing and then at the end have them go like head to head in some like special like, effects yeah. like why like, like I, mean, I, mean, I almost wished that martin was the antagonist and not bartok and you had martin who was like trying to further his father's vision yeah. but the worst part of his father's vision was like the telepod made me better not maybe the superior person mm. so martin thought that what he was becoming was the superior person i mean we could keep rewriting yeah but it. at yeah. the end of the day Disappointment. Rating? I mean, I averaged what I thought was like a really shitty first half with the other, and it ended up being a six. So, okay. yeah. Well, the IMDb rating is a five. Rotten Tomatoes is twenty-seven percent. Okay, next movie from the director who brought you Rolling Thunder, Lock Up, and Out for Justice, starring Edward Furlong and Frank Lagella. Skeletor. It's interactive and state-of-the-art. It's not just a game. It's murder. Brain Scan from 1994. Yeah! Imagine a game that knows your fears, fulfills your fantasies, and owns your mind. 
Now, imagine the game is real. Play it, Michael. The ultimate head trip. Rated R. At theaters April 22nd. We need redemption after this movie. I know. We need to cleanse ourselves in the fucking springs mm-hmm. of furlong. So I have some new patrons to announce. Ian Lowry Art. Louis Sarika. Dennis Obolik. Melissa Saleridad. I'm trying. God forbid you fucking say these people's names wrong. Manuel Pez. You've already pissed off a lot of people from the last one, so try harder. Steve Morrison, Paul Newport, and Jack Pryor. I think I got those. Okay, we got some. There's a lot of penises uh, again. Can we have some giant ski stuff to the plate? I gotta level the playing field. All right, so until next episode. Say you love Satan! Because of the end of civilization, the Clamp Cable Network now leaves the air. We hope you have enjoyed our programming, but more importantly, we hope you have enjoyed life. I know I found it a name to